Credit scores are important to financial health. Do you know yours and how it's calculated? A poor credit score can make it hard to get a loan, a credit card, or even a job. We can help answer questions and possibly save you money. Hi, I'm Diane Freeby of Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, inviting you to schedule a free financial checkup today at NotreDameFCU.com slash elevate. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame FCU. Welcome to Truth and Charity with Bishop Rhodes, and thanks to Notre Dame Federal Credit Union for underwriting the show. I'm Kyle Hyman, here with our good bishop. Thank you again for joining us. You're welcome, Kyle. It's always great to get your insight, and today you come with the prayer of Jesus. Yeah, you know, I I was thinking this would be a good theme for one of the episodes because, you know, Jesus prayed. Uh He prayed to the Father. This was part very evident in the Gospels, especially the Gospel of Luke okay. emphasizes. But I was thinking about this because recently the Sunday Gospel kind of gave us a, a glimpse of how Jesus prayed. Mm-hmm. And actually, some have spoken of the passage, this part of Matthew, as the pearl of the Gospel of Matthew. So let me just read the Gospel text that we just heard recently, but then I'd like to talk about it because how privileged we are to listen as Jesus addresses his father mm. in prayer. I mean, it's kind of amazing. You don't see this very much in the gospels. It'll often say that Jesus went up on the mountain to pray right. or he went to the desert uh-huh. to pray. But here we get the rare opportunity to listen to Jesus speaking intimately with the father. So, So I'll read it. It's it's Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 to 30. At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. I love the fact that this gospel passage happens in the summer. You know, it's a more relaxing time for most of us. And, you know, hopefully besides time for vacation, maybe a little more time for rest with Jesus, for Uh prayer, for retreat, whatever. We had our priest retreat a few weeks ago. And it's just wonderful to get away and to just focus on the Lord and kind of just rest with him. So when I read this gospel passage, the first thing that I think is how did Jesus address the Father? You know, he said, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. He probably used the Aramaic word Abba, Mm. Abba, Papa. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, a word that a child would use in addressing his father. It's, it's a term of affection. It's, it's very familiar. Mm-hmm. Papa. 
intimate. So, you know, individual Jews would rarely address God as father, Mm -hmm. let alone use that very intimate word, Abba. So this is something we kind of take for granted, but it's kind of, you know, to speak to the almighty creator of the universe with such a word shows us, you know, Jesus's intimate relationship with the father, Abba. And then he would teach the disciples to call God father Mm -hmm. when he gave us the our father. So when we pray to God and call him our father, we're really entering into that intimacy of Jesus's relation to God the Father. Think about that. We can only really address God in this way in union with Jesus. Hmm. We are entering into that intimacy of Jesus's relationship to the Father. Now, in that passage, notice Jesus praises God the Father, the Lord of heaven and earth, for revealing these things to the little ones, for revealing these things that are concealed from the wise and the learned. The little ones, they're the childlike, his followers. That's the ones that he is saying that God is revealing himself to. Because these are the ones who openly accepted Jesus. These are his disciples. These are those who responded positively to his teaching and decided to follow him. And in doing so, they were able to learn things that were concealed from the wise and the learned. In other words, they were able to learn the mysteries of God and God's loving plan, and they were able to embrace it. You didn't have to be well-educated or very intelligent to do so. Mm. You know, this is a matter of, it's something that comes from God's grace. So he's thanking the Father because they were cooperating with God's grace. And that's how, by listening to Jesus and responding to his teaching. That's how they learned the mysteries of God and his kingdom. Notice those who did not, the the wise and the learned, the clever, they were people like the religious scholars, the scribes, and the a lot of the Pharisees. They didn't learn these things about the mystery of God and his loving plan because they opposed Jesus. Mm. They did not open themselves to God's grace like the little ones did, like the childlike. They weren't perfect. I mean, we know of all the flaws of Peter, for example, and how often the disciples messed up. Right. But they followed Jesus. They believed in him despite their weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And that's when Jesus says, as we heard in the gospel, no one knows the son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. So our Lord, who is, of course, the Son of God, wishes to reveal the Father to us. And God the Son knows the Father 
in a totally unique way within the mystery of the Most Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. Yet Jesus the Son wishes us to know the Father through him. So when we pray the Our Father, sometimes I think it's helpful to just stop after saying those first two words, Our Father, mm. and let them sink in. You know, we're addressing God, the Lord of heaven and earth, with this very affectionate title. And therefore, it's good to feel as a child when we pray. Yes, God loves me. He is Abba. He's He hears me. He protects me, cares for me as his beloved son or daughter. Then Jesus shifts in the gospel we heard from addressing the Father in prayer to then giving issuing an invitation to his disciples. He says, come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. This is so beautiful. Because who of us isn't burdened in Mm. some way? You know, we get tired, get worn down. Maybe there's certain problems in our life or worries about health or worries about our family. I mean, and Jesus is saying, come to me all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. So he wants us to have this personal relationship with him. He wants us to come to him. He wants to give us spiritual peace, spiritual rest. He wants to give us inner peace that quiets our minds, you know, which can be so, you know, preoccupied and worried and filled with stress. And he wants to comfort our hearts. So in our life, we have, we have frustrations, we have challenges, we have trials, we have sufferings, but these burdens become lighter. These burdens become lighter and more bearable when we go to Jesus, mm-hmm. when we go to him. He says, take my yoke upon you. Take my yoke upon you. What is his yoke? His yoke is you know, following his teachings, Mm -hmm. take my yoke, carry the cross, Mm -hmm. basically love. That's his yoke. Jesus says his yoke is easy and his burden light. Now, sometimes we might wonder about this. Okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes it seems difficult to follow our Lord's teachings and sometimes the cross seems very heavy to carry. You know, there is an effort needed to, to, you know, to be disciples but it's not an exhausting burden because Jesus is with us and he gives us the help of his grace. So that's the difference that we don't just carry the cross by ourselves, that he's with us. He's helping us. Mm-hmm. He's at our side in the midst of our sufferings, our problems, our difficulties. And I think, you know, you've probably, you know, we've, you and I, and, so many have experienced this. You know, I know that like, let's say there's, you know, something weighing on me heavily. If I spend time in prayer, that burden becomes lighter. Mm. Doesn't go away necessarily, mm-hmm. but it becomes lighter. It's bearable. Mm. And then Jesus says, learn from me for I am meek and humble of heart and you will find rest for yourselves. You know, even in the Old Testament, when 
there's prophecies about the Messiah. One of his qualities is meekness. And there's a passage that we heard when that gospel was was read at Mass. The first reading at that Mass was from the, the book of the prophet Zechariah. And that's where Zechariah prophesies about the Savior and the King who will come, the Messiah. And he says, See, your king shall come to you. A just savior is he, meek and riding on an ass, on a colt, the fowl of an ass. So the Messiah would not enter, the king would not enter on a horse or a grand chariot. And of course, we know this was fulfilled on Palm Sunday Mm -hmm. when Jesus entered Jerusalem on a donkey. In that humble action, Jesus is really teaching us one of the Beatitudes, because in the Beatitudes, one of the Beatitudes is blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Uh-huh. So Jesus is saying, learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. So when we truly learn from Jesus, when we experience his loving intimacy with the Father, when we're men and women of prayer, when we trust in God and depend on him, which requires meekness and humility, we do find rest. We experience peace and joy, even during life's difficult moments. It's a good gospel to read when we're feeling anxious or worried or distressed. We can find rest if we just hear Jesus saying, come to me, come to me, and then to do so. So I think uh, this is good, especially during the summer when there is hopefully a time for some relaxation, but to realize that the one who gives us true rest, who brings us interior peace and inner joy that really is lasting is the one who is meek and humble of heart, Jesus himself. So hopefully this reflection is helpful. Yeah. And I think it makes me want to go back and reread that maybe a few times and, and read through it slowly. It's a very short passage that you read. What was that again? The It's Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 to 30. 25 through 30. Okay, we'll make sure to put that in the show notes for this as well that you can find over at spokestreet.com slash askbishop, where you can find all the past episodes and the notes from all of these episodes and a form for submitting your own questions for Bishop. So... And there are a few other places in the Gospels where we hear that Jesus goes off to pray and we even hear some of of the words. For example, St. John records a prayer that Jesus said before raising Lazarus from the dead. Jesus prays, Father, I thank you for having heard me and says, I know that you you always hear me. So there are a few other spots. Of course, we have Jesus's prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane. You can read about, there's a section of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, you know, the fourth part of the Catechism is on prayer, and there is a little section on Jesus praying, and it's from number 2599, paragraph 2599, up to paragraph 2606. It's entitled, Jesus Prays. Even from the cross, we have... Jesus' prayers, like, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? 
So there are other times where we have the actual words that Jesus addressed to the Father in his prayer. Yeah. All right, so that's Catechism, paragraphs 2599 to 2606. Right. Right. Well, thank you for this reflection, Bishop. And... Uh, good reminder for us to go back and read that Matthew chapter 11 catechism, starting with 2599. I think that'll be uh, my morning reflections for the next couple of days, maybe. Right. So, and maybe go back and re-listen to this episode a couple of times too. Sure. All right. Well, thank you, Bishop. Could we get your Episcopal blessing before we go? Be happy to the Lord be with you and with your spirit. Blessed be the name of the Lord now and forever. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. May almighty God bless you the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. You're welcome, Kyle. Truth and Charity with Bishop Rhodes is brought to you in part by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. It's engineered by Josh Skipper at the Diocese of Fort Wayne South End, produced by Miriam Schmitz, and edited by Tony Marks for Spoke Street Media. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.